Hello, everybody. Jesse Schreck, founder and director on field with Practical Missions Cohorts in Italy. And uh, today we're going to open up one of our uh, email updates that we sent out just recently, uh, share with our partners in the ministry and our prayer partners, financial partners, uh, some of the latest happenings and how you can be praying with us in this season as we set into the uh, the summer ministry, which unfortunately is not going to be what we hoped it would, all because of the current pandemic. But stick around and we'll go ahead and get into this email update, share with you the latest stuff and keep you informed and part of the ministry here. Okay, so the title of uh, today's update is Homeschool Summer Advice. Homeschool Summer Advice. And uh, the reason behind that particular title for this update has to do with the fact that summer is now here. Uh, normally, we would be kicking off uh, ministry. We had teams set up to be here this summer to help us evangelize, uh, doing mass distributions, park ministry with the kids, the parents, the grandparents, families, and as well as uh, what we call piazza ministry, where we do dramas and chalk talks and uh, in the evening time and engage the people with the gospel as a group and uh, have gospel conversations with the people. Uh, all that is put on hold, unfortunately, because the teams all had to be canceled. And uh, very sad news for us. We're really excited about the Lord gathering all these folks together to come and join us this summer. Uh, much needed, something we've been praying about for a number of years now and was about to become a reality. People had all done their uh, applications and everything and have been accepted and we're raising funds. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, out of our control, but under God's control is the, the reality that that is not going to happen this year. So all that is on hold. Lord willing, we'll do it next year. And here we find ourselves in the summer, uh, but we're in the midst still of a pandemic. And now the situation here in Italy is definitely getting better. Uh, people are allowed to move around more freely now. Uh, everybody has to wear masks, though, which is still very awkward. And uh, stores, you cannot go in without wearing the mask. And uh, there's the distance thing, which, again, makes evangelism really, really hard. And uh, so we're kind of uh, not sure yet, and we're praying about that. We would invite you to pray with us for that, how exactly to go about evangelism this summer in light of the current pandemic reality that we're facing, uh, which I know this is a challenge for many of you as well there in the States. Uh, but in any case, uh, one thing that we're, uh, we're seeking advice for here from our, our partners, a number of you do homeschooling and you have kids, or you have experience uh, with these kinds of things. And uh, here we find ourselves, parents, second child is on the way, and uh, but we're not doing normal summer activity. So uh, we normally we'd be at the parks almost daily and uh, uh, throughout the summer, and uh, our son would be interacting with other kids. We'd be interacting with other parents uh, amidst all the normal uh, gospel ministry that we do. And there's this, this normal kind of routine, which is also good and, and just wonderful part of life. And all that is on hold. We don't feel comfortable, uh, even though parks are now open, you know, for recreation and so on. Uh, we don't personally feel comfortable having our child play on the the, the park equipment that they use that no one is disinfecting and uh, and then it's just really hard to maintain proper distance and all this as well. So we find ourselves unfortunately in this weird position of being alone more often than we normally are and uh, out of the out of the house uh, finding ourselves at home more. And uh, so our, our child is not getting the normal interaction that we have. And so we're, we're reaching out in this particular update. We'll get into it in a moment. Just about some advice maybe that you could offer and uh, uh, for summer routines uh, to make sure that our child was still able to, uh, you know, be training him and teaching him uh, and all this uh, because all this the normal nursery school stuff has been put aside, normal relationships as well. And we're facing some new challenges. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But we'll go ahead and start today uh, looking at uh, our Bible verse for today, which comes from Acts chapter 7. And we look at verse 60 in particular. And uh, this has to do with, uh, this is right after the preaching of Stephen, a uh, deacon in the church, who boldly preaches the gospel here. And uh, we'll see a couple key things here about Stephen that we can learn and we should uh, consider for ourselves as well. Uh, but the verse simply says this, after his preaching, then uh, falling on his knees, 
he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Having said this, he fell asleep. Falling on his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Having said this, he fell asleep. And a couple things here just that, that really struck me about this is that, that reality that us Christians, we really need to, to, to hold within our hearts constantly, especially when we're ill-treated for the sake of the gospel, when we're loving people by doing what Stephen was doing here, for example, uh, evangelizing the lost folks, but we find ourselves ill-treated or even persecuted. Uh, we need to have within us already that conviction, these people are spiritually dead. When they hurt me, when they, they speak bad against me or, or these kinds of things, I need to be ready in my heart to forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And Stephen learned this from Christ himself, who on the cross said, uh, Lord, they don't know what they're doing. Don't hold this against them. It doesn't mean that all people are forgiven. We still have to be under uh, made aware through evangelism of our need for the gospel, of our need for salvation. We need to respond to the gospel message uh, with repentance and faith. Uh, not everybody is saved because Jesus said, forgive them of this sin. Uh, he was speaking to a specific thing in that moment. and But the reality is salvation comes through repentance and faith. It's the gift of God by grace through faith. We're saved and so on. Uh, but here, uh, we need to have that in our heart. I'm convinced of that. As Christians, we need to be standing ready always to forgive those who would come against us. We need to be expecting that people uh, do not like us when we present to them uh, the gospel. Uh, but a, a few things here, real quick, as we can uh, consider Stephen and, and what he did there and what how uh, he was uh, actually put to death for what he did uh, in obeying Jesus Christ and serving Jesus Christ. He was giving uh, warnings. We see that throughout his uh, long and beautiful preaching there, wonderful sermon also. So good to give us an overview of the entire Old Testament from the beginning to the end, what God is doing, his redemptive story, his plan, and how we can fit into what he's doing uh, when we come to Christ as our Lord and Savior uh, and and, when we're saved. Uh, He was giving warning though. We see that. Uh, If you want to love Jesus uh, and you want to love others, you have to be warning them of their situation. Uh, You can say that you love other people, but if you never tell them about their need to repent and trust in Jesus Christ, you're not really loving them. You can buy them drinks, you can do them nice things, you can be a smiley person, all that uh, which is common today and seems so loving and nice, but if you don't tell them the reality before a holy, righteous God and their need to repent and trust in Jesus or they will perish, you're not actually loving them. So remember that. Stephen was bold. He was true to the true to the gospel, true to the Lord himself, and he warned people. Uh, all of us called to be witnesses for Christ are to do the same. We see here that he also implored people. He said, please, you know, please consider what I'm saying. Don't be foolish. Don't close your eyes. Don't uh, harden your heart towards the work of the Holy Spirit. He implored them. Uh, uh, he implored them with his heart. We need to be that way as well. We don't just accept, ah, oh, you don't want you don't want any interest in God. Okay, good for you. That's fine. No, we need to, you really need to think hard about what you're saying to me. Your response to the gospel is not right. That imploring, that begging people, that persuading them with all your heart to repent and not perish. We need to be like Stephen in this as well. We see that he reasoned well. His use of the scriptures was very accurate, very good, and he helped lost people to reason properly. We're called to do the same. Uh, We need to understand that when people believe in evolution, for example, it's bad reasoning. When people believe that all this order in the world came out of nothing, that's bad reasoning. Uh, We need to be here to understand good apologetics and give good answers to those who come against the faith and persuade people and help them to reason properly. Uh, That's also part of what we're called to do, just like Stephen did here. Uh, And then we see also that he went towards people. Uh, This is important to note. Uh, Often we think they'll just come to us, and at times God does send people our direction, Uh, but we also need to be intentional with our evangelism. Go out of our way to visit other people. Go out of our way to just talk to somebody and and present to them uh, the gospel story, the gospel facts, and persuade them and and help them to reason and all this other stuff. The actual steps of going towards them, and often, I didn't mention it here in my note, but 
we also see in the in Acts of the Apostles that they opened their mouth and began declaring things. Part of going is opening your mouth. It's just a thing that we do. We need to say, God, open my mouth. Help me to speak what is true. Give me the ability. We spend time with Jesus, and then we go and take Jesus to other people by going and opening uh, our mouth. Very important. And a wonderful thing about PMC, if I can do that, say this, uh, those teams that are supposed to come here, these were folks signed up, ready to go, to go to other people to bring them the gospel. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Wonderful part, uh, uh, opportunity for your church as well to be able to be involved in going. Uh, often it's hard to go to your neighbors and, and have a whole uh, a belief about how we should evangelize our neighbors, and I just call it good neighboring, a little bit different approach. But uh, often uh, we can find it hard to, to go to lost people to evangelize. But when you come on a trip with PMC, for example, it's one way to shake you out of that rut and get you actually engaging people with the gospel evangelistically together as a group, engaging the lost people, talking to them about the gospel, preaching the gospel, and, and doing it as a, as a group. Wonderful way to reignite that flame within us and show us how it actually can be done on a daily basis wherever you find yourself. Uh, so think about it for next year, post-pandemic, uh, might be an opportunity if there's still room and these other teams are coming for you to jump in on one of those teams and be part of what we do here. And I pray it would be a blessing for you if you do that. Uh, we also see here that he was ready to give his life. Stephen, he was ready to give his life. And in fact, he he did give his life. It cost him his life uh, by doing this. Uh, to tell people their need, to tell people that they're, they have been hard towards God, they have been foolish in their ways, uh, they are stuck in sin, they need salvation. To do these kinds of things, to obey Jesus and, and be a proper witness, uh, requires dying to ourself. There's nothing glamorous about it. There's nothing glorious about it. There's nothing uh, that would make you look good in any way, except to those who are God-fearing people because of the sovereign work of the Holy Spirit. He's calling them unto himself. Then you become to them very precious, very dear, because you risked your life to tell them the gospel. And the fact that you're willing to risk your life, the fact that you don't care what people think about you and you do it, that alone speaks for itself. When we do our evangelism in the piazza as a group, for example, numerous people have told me, you know, I'm not fully convinced. Uh, and I don't want to believe in God like you're telling me I need to. But this is the most authentic Christian thing I've ever seen in my life. You guys actually believe what you're saying, and you're coming here looking a little bit silly to do this in order to engage us. And I recognize that is true love, and that is that is really amazing. And our, just the fact that we do it has an impact on people that is, that is just tremendous, and, and God blesses that. So he was ready to give his life, Stephen. And lastly, uh, he was forgiving them in his heart. And that's a good reminder for all of us today when you're ill-treated for the sake of Christ, when you're ill-treated for being a uh, one who obeys Jesus, warns other people, points them to Jesus, points them of their, to their need to be saved and so on, uh, you will be ill-treated at times. That's guaranteed. That's promised. Uh, but you need to stand ready in your heart like Christ was and, and Stephen learned from him and to be to forgive them. Lord, don't hold this against them. Yes, they're, they're treating me ill. Yes, they're they're bringing up false things against me, whatever it might be. And uh, But Lord, don't hold it against them. They're, they're dead in their sin. They just don't know. Have mercy on them. Open their eyes to the truth. These kinds of things uh, we need to have. And we can learn that all here from, from Acts 7, verse 60, as we consider Stephen, his life, and how he spent it for the Lord and, and gave it, was stoned to death. And, uh, and Jesus honored him by standing and receiving him. Uh, so uh, do not hold this sin against him, Stephen said. May we, uh, by God's grace, be able to say and do uh, this same. God bless us for that. Amen. Amen. So as we move up to the top of our update now, uh, I'm looking at, there's a picture here of uh, my wife and I and our son. Uh, I'm not showing a video for this today. I'm just doing the auto recording. I have too many other things on my plate at the moment. Uh, can't get the videos back up and going, but we will soon, Lord willing. Uh, I, I do enjoy being able to share also through the YouTube channel. Uh, but uh, in any case, here, here we are. There's a picture of us with the masks. Uh, all three of us going out, venturing out a whole new season here. It's just so awkward. We went out the other day and had a coffee and a, and a 
pastry uh, for a breakfast after a doctor appointment for Jerry V. By the way, big news here. Uh, if you're a listener, you get the news before anybody else. Uh, we are expecting a girl. We found out just yesterday. It's a girl that we're waiting for, a little baby girl, and uh, we're very excited about that. Uh, we've already chosen a name, uh, Beatrice. Beatrice uh, will be her name. Uh, second name will be Speranza, which means hope. Blessed hope, Beatrice Speranza. Uh, so very excited and uh, that God has given us a girl. Uh, continue to pray for Jerry V uh, during this pandemic times as she's carrying this child and, and God is growing this this little baby girl inside of her. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, but anyway, uh, for those who listen in, you get that news before anybody else. So uh, God bless you. Be excited with us. Uh, we thank you for uh, how you guys are involved in our life and in our, our family as well. Uh, but here we are. Uh, yeah, we ventured out. We had a coffee and a brioche the other day, pastry, and it was just so awkward. I felt so weird. We're having to wear masks. We're sitting at a table everybody's wearing masks. It's a whole weird thing. Are we really supposed to be out? You know, it's just all feels so shady, so different, so weird. And I just couldn't get really comfortable enjoying a coffee and a brioche, uh, something that we do usually once a week as a family. Uh, it just didn't feel right. But first time after three or four months of not going out like this, everything just feels so weird right now. We're still adapting. There's a, a real process uh, personally that I'm going through just as I, I get back out among the people and uh, pray for me for that. It's a bit awkward for me. Uh, but here we are. Uh, back to the top of the update. Uh, that's the photo. We're, we're venturing out. You can see us with our masks and uh, we pray you guys are staying safe too and being uh, uh, vigilant how you go out and how you uh, readapt now in these times. But uh, yeah, here we are. Homeschool uh, summer advice. <clears throat> Hello, dear friends, and thank you for your continued prayers and support during these pandemic times. That's what I call these. These are pandemic times. Anything can happen in pandemic times. The world is literally upside down. Everybody's things for the entire year have been flipped all around. Nothing is sure uh, yet. One thing is sure, and that is Christ reigns. And, and we, we, we pray daily, Lord Jesus, reign over us, reign over this ministry, and uh, may your will be done here among us as it is in heaven. And uh, we, we stand in that reality that he's reigning. Jesus has uh, a plan in all this. He's working all things together. And if he wants to flip upside down all of our plans, so be it. Uh, we trust in him. He's the maker of heaven and earth. Uh, so we right here, though, please know that we are praying for all of you as well. Uh, since we heard of the madness now happening there in the USA, uh, now we're, we're aware there's rioting going on, there's killings, there's looting, there's burnings, there's just total madness. And already it was bad enough with um, with the virus and then with uh, so many people losing occupations, jobs. Uh, terrible situation already, and now it's just everything's escalating and getting worse. So please know uh, we are also praying for you guys. And if there's any specific way we can pray for you, please uh, reach out to us, info at practicalmissions.org, and, and let us know if you're a partner. We'd be happy to be praying specifically for you as well. So I already mentioned this briefly, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. The summer has now arrived. Uh, we are still sad to not have our cohorts able to come and help us evangelize the lost and join in on the ministry in all its facets. Sad face. Uh, however, there is one thing that all of us are learning in 2020. It, it, it's that we must trust our lives and our ministries, the ministries God has given us, to the Lord day by day. While the world remains very much upside down, our Lord is unmoved and He reigns supreme. We must stand firm. And trust our Heavenly Father, who is working out good things for all of us, all of us who, who love Christ Jesus our Lord. I just remember that today. Got to stand firm together and, and spur each other on in this season to stand firm. Uh, and here we go about the seeking advice part of our update. Uh, uh, for, from homeschooling moms and dads. Now, homeschooling we don't typically do here in Italy. It's not really a thing. You can't do that here in Italy. Uh, we would love to, uh, but it's not yet a possibility. Maybe it will be in the near future because of all the change happening around the world right now. Uh, but for the time being, it's it's not a thing that you can do here. And uh, and But in any case, since 
normal education programs have all come to a, a halt and we find ourselves as parents with a child and a second one on the way we want to be maximizing our time as as christians as followers of christ we want to not waste days that could be used for uh, the good of our child and, and his upbringing and so on so do you have any good resources here's the question do you have any good resources uh, that you could point us to or any good counsel for homeschooling and summer activities. Now, typically, I think even homeschoolers in the summer, everything changes. Uh, but maybe since you're used to this, if, if you do homeschooling and, and so on, maybe you have already good summer activity ideas. If you're a mother, uh, we're open to new ideas. We're open to things, uh, materials, resources, uh, scheduling techniques, tips, tricks, anything like this. Because as I mentioned at the beginning of our update today, we're not out and about among the people and we won't be able to be this summer like we normally are. And we have extra time on our hands when it comes to uh, our child and raising him and doing activities. And as you know, we don't want to put him in front of a TV all day. We do maximum one hour a day of that. Uh, But there's so many other things we could do. Maybe there's good ideas and tips and tricks you can share. So if that uh, is you, if you have those kind of experiences, uh, please feel free to reach out to us and uh, either call or, or leave a message. Uh, or, or an email and uh, and share with you uh, whatever you would feel uh, led to share. We're happy to receive it or talk about it. Uh, already a couple of you have responded and we really appreciate that. Uh, Ashley, I think there in, in New York, we saw an email from you. We're going to look over that. Thank you for being so quick uh, to get back to us. Really, really appreciate uh, the support like that. Uh, and I mentioned here, uh, because of the pandemic, we will not be out and about as much as normal in the summer, nor with other families and kids. Yep, I already said that twice, but it's written here. I'm just reading over it. Uh, during the summer, we want to maximize our time with our son. I already said that too. Set up a good routine for his learning and his growth uh brothers sisters please reach out and share whatever you might find helpful okay in our for us in our context on the mission field as pioneering church planners alone at the moment without even a team uh, that we're working with now i do want to mention this uh, again thank you though for those who are considering and those who are going to reach out really really appreciate it uh, but also to consider is the fact i just mentioned we're, we're alone missionaries right now that's our reality it's been that way for a few years not happy about that, but that's one reason why PMC exists, uh, to gather in those God is calling to also be missionaries, join in on the work with us, and be a part of missionary church planting. Uh, I will say this, we have two different couples in the pipeline, uh, making plans, considering one has filled out an application, uh, they'd like to get themselves here to Italy to serve the Lord full-time as missionaries join in on the church planning efforts that we have going on. So uh, that's exciting. Pray for those individuals, pray for those folks, we would say, and may the Lord direct their hearts. Uh, be it known, though, this is the worst time probably in 100 years for someone to try to raise support to get themselves to Italy. I'm convinced many of these uh, big-time mission agencies might be having to pull a number of their missionaries off of the field at this time uh, because some of these, uh, with the big mission organizations, the downside, the good side is, is you got this, you're got you part of something big. You feel like uh, you're not alone, you're important, all these kinds of things and benefits, uh, retirement plans. Uh, but the, the, sad, the, the hard thing with the big mission organizations is that they typically ask people to raise an extreme amount of money. I've heard of stories of missionaries in Italy with the big mission organizations having to raise eight or $9,000 a month. That's a lot of money and uh, more than anyone actually needs, in my opinion, to serve in Italy. Way more. We haven't ever had that much in a month uh, serving almost, you know, going on 15 years almost uh, here in Italy. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that the big mission organizations uh, do. They just have a lot of cash flow. And, uh, and they operate that way. I'm afraid many of them, because of this, potentially might have to leave the mission field or be called off or not make it to the mission field. And then those of us who work with a more uh, moderate salary, uh, Lord willing, we'll be able to stay on. And God will continue to provide and we'll get by in this season for the next couple of years. Uh, but new guys coming on to the mission field could be a tricky situation. Uh, you know, I heard stories, people who are about to hire in churches there in the States are now putting all that on hold for now. We don't know what the next six months, what's going to happen. 
Tons of stores, tons of businesses may be closing down forever as a result of this. Uh, all kinds of things could be changing. Uh, so in any case, uh, those guys in the pipeline considering to come, pray for them, pray for wisdom. And if God wants them here in the next two years, uh, pray he make a way uh, for that to happen for them, also for their uh, provisions. Uh, prayer requests, though, I'll move on to this section of our email update. And then uh, that's probably it. I think we'll we'll close out with this today. Uh, prayer requests, please pray for open doors for us to lead new people to Christ, even without our evangelism teams being able to come this month. Uh, so our plan and, and God's provision, it was there. We had these groups and we can reach so many more people when we have groups here. It's a really wonderful ministry, really, really exciting. Uh, that's all put aside, but God is still Lord. Jesus is still seeking and saving the lost. He wants to use us. We're convinced of that to bring more people to the Lord even this summer. So pray for God to direct our hearts to the individuals he's calling unto himself at this season, this time, in the right places and so on. Uh, pray for that to happen, for, for people to get saved regardless of the situation, even without the helpers here. And then we also would ask you, uh, prayer request number two, please pray for wisdom regarding our ministry outreach and discipleship uh, during this current phase of the pandemic when so much is uncertain. Uh, so the fact, like like I said, even just going to get a, to the coffee bar to get a coffee and have a pastry, everything just feels so weird. Everything is so different. People are afraid to gather together. Uh, I personally don't feel comfortable even around other people and having a pregnant wife. I don't want I don't want us hugging and kissing like we normally do other people, you know, when you greet here in Italy. So there's that awkward distancing thing and just pray for wisdom for us regarding the ministry for the summer and the discipleship aspect. Uh, because it's, it's just so weird and so different. So we really appreciate the prayers for that. Lastly, please pray for us to finally begin creating uh, the first online courses at the PMC Academia. I've had my hands full of some important matters recently. Haven't gotten around to this, but it's on the list. One of the top things for the summer that we're going to work on in particular because we don't have the teams here and we have extra time, we want to go ahead and get the academia courses up and going. The first one will be the 12 points, then probably evangelism, missions, and then apostolic church planting. Uh, Our first ever uh, producing of an online course. And this is not to make money. This is to give to our partners so they understand our ministry and are involved in it to the maximum level possible. And in particular, for all uh, missionaries joining in with us to get a good feel and understanding and to bless them and help them in the acclimation process to bear the most root as possible, whether they're here short time, long term, whatever it might be, uh, these courses will be for those folks there. Uh, a way of getting people prepared and ready before they even get to the field and uh, something that we want to make available. Uh, so very excited about that. Pray for those uh, courses that we're now putting together, uh, organizing. And that's it for today with the prayer requests. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, uh, we still have a handful of uh, Q&As, uh, questions that have come in that we're going to answer, uh, Lord willing, and record. Also have it on the YouTube channel uh, for PMC, uh, and we're looking forward to that. But if you have a question of your own, anything at all, or a comment, there's a link on here. Go ahead and check it out. We'll have it in the show notes as well for the PMC SpeakPipe. It's a voice message service that we have set up. Uh, you can go ahead, you, you click on the thing, you start recording, and you record like a voicemail through your computer or your phone, whatever it is, and you say, hey, uh, what do you think about this, that, or this? Uh huh. And we can go ahead and take your recording. If you want to be featured in the in one of the podcast episodes, we'll play the recording. Everybody can hear your voice. Here, you can be anonymous if you want, or you can say your name. Uh, they can hear your voice and uh, your question, whatever it might be, or your comment. And then we'll go ahead and, and give an answer to that. Just a way to make this podcast and this uh, reporting back to the states and involving our partners a little bit more exciting, a little bit more involved. Uh, you know, we're experimenting with things, and we think it's so easy and so fun. It could be a, a good little uh, added bonus here uh, to this particular uh, podcast. So. Uh, that's that. Um, what else can I say? Yep, nothing else here worth noting for now. All the other updates are still the same. Keep praying for the administrative person that God would have to come help out with the administrative things here in Italy. Uh, ESL Outreach Director, still a great opportunity for someone to make one of their main uh, 
aspects of ministry here full-time could be doing ESL outreach, uh, helping with church planning that way and being a part of the team. Uh, all very exciting uh, possibilities. Uh, if uh, if you get any value out of being a partner in, in, in this particular podcast, go ahead and even make sure you subscribe either through uh, iTunes or or, or whatever it is that you listen to. I think we're uh, on a number of different platforms now. Uh, the Google one, as well as uh, there's another one there, Spotify, I think it's called Spotify. All kinds of different avenues are available. You can subscribe, get your updates from us, the audio ones, which are better than the, the email, I think. Uh, you get a little more detail and, and so on. You can listen to it while you're driving around. Go ahead, subscribe, even like it if you want. Uh, leave a comments there or anything like that. Any feedback you want to give us, we're welcome. Uh, we, we happily receive anything like that as well to make it a, a more fruitful podcast for our partners and people in the ministry. And uh, and that and that's it for today. So, uh, uh, yeah, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your love and your support. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, God bless you. And uh, as we always say, like Jesus driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planting in Italy exclusively. God bless. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.